Haynes wasn't accepted. There's a quick little section in here too where like we're talking about like it was God present there, like physically present. I, again, this kind of reads like it is because you see, you know, starting in verse four down through seven, like Cain's upset. His wasn't, a, you know, accepted or respected. His, his You doing it now? It's already happening. Oh man, we're happening. All right. Mom said never talk with your mouth full, but no one can see me. So we I guess it's all Bucky right. Bucky Nuggets, everyone. These things, all right. They're so good. Beaver, Beaver Nuggets. Beaver Nuggets by Bucky's. First ingredient, brown sugar. <laughs> I wonder what these nugget, the nugget actually is, though. It, brown sugar, apparently. I don't know. Contains soy products. It's not good for you, people. No, I have to run tomorrow now. Again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 12 servings per, per container. 12 per container? How many, how many grams of sugars per serving? That's the question. Do I want to know? Doesn't even have that. No, uh, oh, two, 15, 15 grams. Oh, I've had worse. Yeah, yeah way okay. worse. We're good. We're the sex semi-healthy. All right. All right, so chapter four, a little recap. So chapter four is really the story of Cain and Abel. Um, Abel's getting murdered by his brother Cain over jealousy. Um, yep. And then it the, kind of goes from there to the curse of Cain and then into um, the descendants of Cain and kind of... I, uh, what was the? What, how'd you just say it last time? The, the the wrath of God, or you said yeah, so, yeah the, the wrath, wrath of God, and then it kind of closes with a slight mention about uh, Adam and Eve's son Seth. Um, we kind of left off right at the end of talking about um, sacrifices yeah. and which one was you know, and I think the conclusion was a sacrifice in faith was the, Heart, the heartfelt. Heartfelt was the way to go, um, not just because you have to. Yeah, out of an obligation. I, I mean, I feel like, and I'd be, I'd be hard pressed to say that it's easy. Oh, I, for I like would tithing. I would definitely be a liar if I said there weren't times when I dropped my little envelope in the offering plate mm-hmm. for my tithe, my check, that I was thinking to myself, I need this money. Yeah, and I was not doing it out of a sense of, um, you know, giving spirit. It was more of an obligation. I'd, I'd definitely be lying if I said there wasn't some times. But I think with that, it's obedience yeah so some things we do and it's just not like let's just say it sucks yeah but and i'm not saying tithing sucks but like some things we do as christians is is tough oh sure to do but we know it's the right thing to do and it's obedient and it's like hey i'm probably not gonna do drugs and (laughs) drive down the road drunk and like there's there's things that you know aren't written out because there's no cars in the bible <laughs> but you know they they go with the lowest values and i'm probably not going to do them because yeah. i don't know may call me crazy but i mean i and try that, to hold my values and i try to be obedient to a christian background and, and that obedience does mean that that you know it's a sacrifice yeah. right and we're talking about sacrifice and obedience tithe for me is a sacrifice 10 percent's a lot it is um uh, which what that 10 percent means for me and my family is Probably not going to go out to eat very often. Yeah, it's probably it's like a meal or two. Probably never going to see the inside of Starbucks. Nope. There's a drive-through anyway. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Got it. But but yeah, there's certain things because of my my um, my decision to obey what's what's clearly written here and to give ten percent tithe. I do sacrifice things, but I I don't see it as a sacrifice necessarily either. I see it as a investment. Well, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. It's an investment. Oh yeah. I mean, and blessings will 
I mean, God sees obedience. He blesses yes. the ones who are obedient. That makes me feel good about it. It does. I do like that. But you know what doesn't make me feel good is that Abel gets murdered for yep. no reason. Let's do it. So so we already talked about the sacrifices and how Cain's wasn't accepted. There's a quick little section in here, too, where like we're talking about like it was God present there, like physically present. I, again, this kind of reads like it is because you see, you know, starting in verse 4 down through 7, like, Cain's upset. His wasn't, you know, accepted or respected. His his sacrifice, and the Lord said unto Cain, like, why are you angry? And why is your countenance fell? Like, why are you why are you upset? Like, what's going on? And gives him like a little, almost like encouragement in a weird way here, kind of like tough love. Mm-hmm. And Cain doesn't, you know, of course, take it. Um, and then you see that directly following that, at least the way it's written, and we don't know how much time has passed, but the next portion that's important enough to be, you know, you know pinned for us in scripture is that while Cain is talking with Abel, his brother, and out in the field, he kills his brother. Like, okay, that makes no sense. Like that much jealousy over whatever's happened previously, probably with the sacrifices, you kill your brother. And then here comes God says like, Hey, where is thy, where is Abel, thy brother? And he's like, we talked about like, am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. So, like, it's such a sarcastic smug. I just want to, I want to, like, strangle him a little, you know? Yep. Um, and then from there, we see what what's, what I call the curse of Cain. And that kind of concludes with with um, God telling Cain, like, these, this is your punishment. And I think you have some stuff to talk on that. But I think one, one important thing is in verse 13, the only thing Cain's worried about is he says, my punishment is greater than I can bear. So... Cain doesn't feel bad about like the sin, the, the killing his own brother. He only is worried about the punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, this attitude is, is it's something we see a lot, even you know today. People are so they don't like you see like even like a murder trials and stuff. People don't even care that they got caught for murder anymore. They just care that they were caught, you know. Yeah. And it, you see that with that's a pretty dramatic. You know, we're talking I mean, about murder and it's, murder. It's not. Yeah, I think, but you're, it's, I think it's, you're there. It's it's wild to me though that he killed his brother. He literally tell, tears the family apart because I mean he kills his brother and then he gets banished basically. You know, a vagabond is what what my uh, uh, Bible says. He like he gets kicked out and he moves to the land of I think it's like Nod or something like that. Yeah. So like completely destroys that family. Like the first real family in the ever in existence gets completely torn apart through murder. Yeah. Well. <sighs> So things that don't make sense to me right now, and it's only because I'm just reading pieces of it. But it says, in 17, Cain made love to his wife. Yes. And can the seed of Boris on Enoch? I'm trying to do do math right now. Math, magic. Math in public. Adam and Eve. Where did she come from? Cain and Abel. Yes. That's it. Yes. Now we found a wife. So... I do not have an answer for this one either. I have heard people discuss this one. I've heard like all sorts of theories. Now, you have to understand that at some point, they definitely were making marriages to their sisters and cousins for sure. But not like like Arkansas style. You also have to imagine, you also have to understand that this is, Adam and Eve were created perfect. Their genetic code was perfect. So the, the introduction to of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for, of, of mutations wasn't there. So, and I, 
I'm not saying obviously in our, our current time looking at incest is like disgusting and not even considered to be lawful in any way. But that actually wasn't even considered against the law or against God's law for several hundred years after this, mm-hmm. which seems, I know people are listening to going, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, in our current modern society, yes, but what other options were there, first of all? And second of all, I mean, if you are if you have a perfect genetic bloodline, it's not going to get tainted by much. It does eventually, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then, you know what else? Like, maybe women were second in, like, pecking order at this moment. So, so they just never said like they, oh they had two girls or yeah, three girls and that like we discussed that even in in uh, Matthew chapter one most genealogies don't list the women that's why it was so rare that Matthew listed five women so generally speaking women aren't mentioned mm-hmm. so it's very possible that there could have been you know we'll just say two or three other sisters there's two brothers there could have been two or three sisters right that have you know. And they just never, never. I'm not ignoring you or checking my Twitter feed. Yeah. I'm like trying to see if anything else pops up here. But pretty much, you know, some people believe that there's, um, you know, there was other uh, things, cultures that uh-huh. were made by God. Some, And that's where he found them. You know, the city that was already or the area that was already there. There's just a lot of hunting and pecking. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it says he... And Cain went out from, this is in verse 16, and Cain went out uh, from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod, um, which is to the east. And Cain knew his wife. So obviously, <laughs> you, it kind of reads, obviously there's someone there, his wife. Um, I don't think it, but they had a son, Enoch, uh, which is a pretty famous name in the Bible, and, uh, and an ancient aliens. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, it doesn't say where she came from. It doesn't say anything about that, but it does say that, you know, they built a city and they named the city after their son Enoch and all sorts of stuff and all their sons. And that's what the next part of the the book is about. It's just their generations. And that's what I talked about, I think, uh, yesterday on the podcast was that those few verses kind of, I would say contradict, but they kind of um, go against mainstream speculation of how fast, because people are like, oh, we were cavemen that dwelt in caves. And for millions and billions of years, I don't know the timelines they put yeah. to cavemen, and then slowly but surely started agriculture and stuff. Well, we couldn't have slowly started agriculture because Abel was the keeper of sheep, and Cain was the tiller of the ground. That's the, the first two boys yeah. ever born. The first two mm-hmm. ever born on planet Earth are keeping sheep and stuff. Right. Um, so, but they went, even the generations of descendants of Cain, you can see quickly how they, you know, became metal workers and, you know, art and music and all sorts of stuff. But again, back to your original thought, I don't, I don't know who he married. I'm, I'm going to assume, just a crazy assumption, probably one of his sisters. I also don't know how old he was. He could have had sisters that already had kids. I, I don't know. It could have been more sisters or cousins. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, I'm looking around trying to find something, but it doesn't really seem. Back to the faith thing. We yeah. just have to have faith that it. This is what it is. And I mean, let's, so if there's someone out there who's like anti-Bible listening, well, at some point, according to the evolutionary model, we came out of some saltwater thing, like a soup, you know, um, and went from like, I don't know, fish to I don't know, frogs. I don't know the, I don't know the exact yeah, model, yeah, but yeah. at some point there were two humans or homo sapiens or homo whatever's were the originals according to the model. And, they were 
maybe not brother and sister, but they were, had to be pretty closely related. So yeah. regardless of how you look at it, at some point there was a definite, very, very small bottleneck of the human genome and population. And this is our I version. mean, I could care less about the incest going on. Yeah. Because it's... You care more about the historical... Yeah, like the, where did it come from? Yeah, I mean... I mean, if Adam and Eve were like, yeah, we're pumping out kids and... I mean, it had to happen like that. And God made it like that so i don't i don't even question that portion of it yeah i'm just like where is the information of where this where this lady what, came from was elena nod and who is she yeah yeah I, I don't think we'll know i don't know and did he go out and keep doing this did he you know that i might yeah. get crazy here but like did god god was on on earth did he go make more and it I, just wasn't a reek it's not accounted for in the bible i mean i Obviously, that's a theory out there. You just said you saw that. I, I could, I think that falls in line to me, and this is just me being me. If if that's the case, then are there multiple Earths, Earth systems out there? Did if you went out to other parts of the Earth to create other atoms and Adam and Eves, would he have also? I mean, I'm just taking things made like more Earths, more Earths. That's hard to say. To I me. mean, that's something that. The multiverse. It doesn't you know? say, right? Yeah, but neither does. I, I don't know. I, I, just because it's not in here doesn't mean it's not an option. But I also right. don't. I don't know. I, I don't see a need to think that that happened. Either. I like to think there's a cool option out there. Yeah, for sure. I, I like to think that we're just not. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think the whole thing is pretty cool, but mm-hmm. the the thought process in my head is like, I don't need to see it in black and white. I just don't like. When, when my head's not filled with the black and white, I don't want to veer off a different road that isn't how yeah. it was. Yeah, and I think, I mean... I mean, it's a weird thing to just look over. Yeah, it is. It, and it, it literally says, he went off to Eden, or off out to Nod, east of Eden, and then he made love to his wife. It was yeah. like the next And Cain knew his wife, and they conceived and bare Enoch. There's actually a book, the book of Enoch. It's not in our Bible. Um, they got removed because of some like it wasn't like proven basically. Um, I I've never read it, but now I kind of want to read it to see if there's any references in there that would make fill in any holes. But where his mom come from? Yeah, who's your mother? Who is your mama, and what did he do? Yeah, so that happens. He marries his woman, whoever she is. Yeah. Um, and then it goes through, and then it does give some genealogy, you know, of who we got who and how long they lived in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, this, this, that's the next chapter. It gives yep. us ages. Yeah, we'll go into five. Um, and five is going to be, five is going to be a pretty cool roll up because between you and I, we both have done some studying on like tomorrow when we get into chapter five with you guys, it is not going to be so much of a verse uh, by verse. Uh, it's going to be part of the genealogy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we could do that if you want us to, but let's not more or less like a, a thing that Christians don't get into and give you some fighting, some fighting chance next time somebody says, well, why, how, how did they live this long? And I mean, and we're really not off path here either because Adam and Eve are still having kids. Yeah. You know, that's like your grandparents having kids. So how, how far, how far out are we? We don't, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, we, I don't think we understood what the earth was in the uh, beginning years anyway. I don't think we can comprehend it. I mean, right here, Adam was 130 when he had his son in his own likeliness. 
And you lived to 800, lived to 930. Yeah. And then eight, at year 800, he had <clears throat> he had other sons and daughters all together. So there's stuff, man. Yeah. We have some stuff to compile. Yeah, and tomorrow, tomorrow kind of ties in all the... All the children's in a weird way. Mm-hmm. I mean, through Seth, but still. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yeah. sir. I so think we're good, though. Yeah, man, that, that kind of sums up four. That was oh, a good one. I like it. Dude, Genesis is just that fun. That was fun. We're going to... It's just so much... Uh, what's it called? Uh, area to cover, Yeah, it's 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 not very pinpoint, like... Jesus did this yeah. this day, and then walked up this this day, and then, and then he walked on the water, and this, then he this. fed the five thousand. Yeah, and then, it's so so um, it's broad. It's so broad. It's I mean, you could kind of fill in your own to make your make your faith grow if you really wanted yeah. to. Yes, yeah, like Genesis one. Maybe that's how we it's created designed. everything there is. Wait, what? In mm-hmm. one in one whole in one chapter for mm-hmm. everything. Okay, okay then. Buckle that, up. That's it. Yeah, we built the, all this in one chapter. So. Okay, Matt. We good? Yeah, man. Good All to right. go. Next will be five. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. It is John, Matt, and Nick. And, uh, you know, our big thing and our big takeaway from everything that we're doing right now is to help you find Christ. And without him, we would be nothing. And this podcast would be nothing. In Romans ten, thirteen, 13, uh, Nick, why don't you give it to him? For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's all you need to do. You need to profess your love for Jesus Christ, open your heart, and let him into your life. Uh, Find a friend, tell them, pray about it, do whatever you got to do. But there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast. If you're already saved, go save a friend. Do it today. Do it. Hurry up. Time is of the essence.